Hello, I'm Jason Barnett. And I'm Amy Haywood. And we welcome you to the Destiny is All podcast, a show dedicated to discussing the Netflix original series, The Last Kingdom, a podcast that begins each episode analyzing all things Dane and Saxon, but usually ends up with me helping Amy make better life choices. (laughs) That is all true. But more importantly, the Destiny is All podcast is a place where we discuss topics like loyalty, fearless warriors, what awesome leadership looks like when life is really hard. And ultimately, how face tattoos should totally be the next big trend. Life choices, Amy. But if you're here to share a pint of ale, brewed with a little encouragement and laughter, you're in the right place. This is the Destiny Is All podcast. Welcome to episode one of the Destiny is All podcast. How exciting is this? Finally getting a chance to talk about our favorite show. Right? Feels like it's been forever, but talking about this for a while. It's been a couple hours since we last talked about this. I mean, was it though? You're right. It was minutes. How about we just go ahead and introduce ourselves to everyone? I'll go ahead and go first. Okay. This is Amy Haywood. Amy Haywood is my sister-in-law. She is a world-renowned artist, and <laughs> if she tells you otherwise, that's probably going to be like the, one of the two moments of humbleness you will ever get from her. So right now we're <laughs> looking at one. She has a bunch of kids, and I think she's married to a professional golfer, small business owner, a theology student, mm. and basically an all-around brilliant human. <laughs> She sounds likable. She's not. <laughs> Don't. And pretty much what you all need to know right now about Amy is that from this moment forward, we're about two minutes in, I would say, all that I'm here for is basically Netflix intelligence, teaching her how to get the closed captioning on her TV, wittiness, and pretty much the ability to actually remember the names of all the characters in the show. Okay. About 10% of that is actually true, Jason, if we're being honest. And if by married to a professional golfer, you mean married to somebody who thinks they're a professional golfer, then you are absolutely correct. You got me on that one. And yes, I would love to introduce you, Jason Barnett, my brother-in-law. He is a brilliant high school math teacher. Brilliant who I recently learned um, taught himself another language in order to better teach his students. What? (laughs) I mean, Did you really do that? I did. I have taught three students now, Algebra 1 in Spanish. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. He's the husband to one of my younger sisters. Not multiple sisters. (laughs) You're only a husband to one of them. That would be awkward. Yeah. A dad to a couple of my nieces and nephew. There are so many. And in summary, basically, he's my greatest life's nemesis, right? That's an accurate statement. Like that can't be debated. There's a lot of things that we'll debate on this, but that will not be one of them. Okay, whatever. And in all fairness, he's correct in saying that indeed I have him here because I cannot remember any of the names to this show other than Uhtred. Sometimes I'll pronounce that one wrong, but typically he's the only one I can actually get correct. I was going to say that I have come prepared. I didn't prepare a whole lot. And by that, I mean, I prepared for one thing and one thing only. And that is 
if you can hear that, that is the sound of me marking down a tally for how many times Amy gets a name wrong or just flat out forgets the name of someone. So we're going to keep a running tally of that. Luckily, that first one was just to make sure that everyone knew what was going on. So if you randomly hear that noise, correct. Okay. I'm going to attempt to keep under five. The over under that was set in Vegas today was 6.5. And I am currently (laughs) betting the over right now. All right. We'll see. We'll see. With with that fun bit of uh, wagering, how about we just go ahead and jump right into episode one? Enough about us. Let's do it. Episode one of The, the Last, Last Kingdom. Kingdom. Absolutely. Greatest show ever, arguably. I mean, maybe. And you, you tried to fight me on that. I mean, it, it wasn't one of the shows that was necessarily on my radar right from the beginning when it came out. I actually jumped in in the middle of season three. Hold up. I am a well hold up when season three had been released. I didn't go straight into oh, season oh, oh. three. Right. Okay. okay. I wish I could give you a click for that, but that's not a wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so season three had been released and that's when you started watching season yes. one. Okay. Okay. Because, I'm tracking. Like I said, as a teacher, we were basically sent home. We've got a lot of stuff going on around us as most people most are of aware us do. Of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I needed to find something to do and teaching kids from eight to four was fun, but what am I going to do from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m.? And so, of course, you find a show on Netflix yeah, and Netflix. just happened to find this one and started watching it and just kept watching it. I think it was one of the days where I didn't have to teach until a little bit later. So maybe I got four or five episodes in right at the beginning and just got hooked ever since. How about you? I mean, for me, it started a little different. You made me watch it. I didn't want to watch it. It was in, you know how Netflix does that thing where it makes suggestions? So because Kevin and I, the professional golfer husband of mine, because we have the same Netflix, whatever, account, I don't know. Yeah. You know how you have the pictures? Right. So we're under the same thing. So whatever he's watching, Netflix thinks it's me, but I don't watch anything but Jim Gaffigan ever. Absolutely true statement. True. That is true. True, true. So it kept suggesting things to me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's not even a name. <laughs> That'll be one. Vegas <laughs> says like, yes. I don't think that counts. I don't think that counts. If I just miss say like a random word, that's not fair. That does not count. I reject your pen clicking. We'll Mine's see one. where it is at the end and depending on that. <laughs> In my bedding. Where was I? Good gracious. Same account as your husband. That's right. Same account. I'm trying to watch Jim Gaffigan and it keeps popping up the show, The Lost Kingdom. And I have no desire to get wrapped up in any kind of gore, right? But then you kept suggesting it. And I was coming off a couple of Netflix shows that I was mourning the loss of. Don't watch many, but there were a few that I had kind of fallen for. And then shutdown, lockdown happened, and there we were in front of our our television, not sleeping. So I started watching, and it took me a while, full disclosure. It took me about halfway through season one to get hooked. I was saying, I felt like I told you that, that you needed to be prepared for that. But once again, helping you make good life choices. (laughs) That's That's 
That's what I'm here That's for. That's true. And once and once you're hooked in with our boy Uhtred, our hero, you're done for. You're all in. Okay, so despite the fact that it took me a couple of episodes to get in, let's start here with episode one because it it's huge. And looking back, because Guilty as Charged, I've watched it a couple times now. Looking back, episode one is huge, right? It's big. Right. It's where you start. Like you talked about finding a way to be hooked halfway through. But I mean, episode one, I feel like right from the beginning, that's where you start to see a whole lot of things come together pretty quickly. You know, maybe this is just my hard heart. Maybe this is just issues with me that I just will not fall in love quickly with somebody. It just takes me a while. I feel like (laughs) into this. Like I'm just, I'm on guard. Like it's going to take me a while for you to win me over, right? Your heart has been broken a time or two. (laughs) This is no reflection of my husband, by the way. Shout out to Kevin. Right. But no, episode one is is big because it lays the foundation for really the entire series altogether. We get some pretty brilliant storytelling in this first episode, some awesome character development. You meet so you, really you meet all of the critical characters for probably, I don't know, at least the first two seasons. I mean, you're gonna lose some along the way. Obviously, we're talking Vikings and it's it's a lot of death. There's a lot of death. There is, but I mean, that's and part gore. of it though. That's part of it. If we're going to talk about how this series kind of hooks you in, I mean, it it starts right from the beginning. It's aggressive and we have a war scene pretty quickly, but we immediately meet our hero, Uhtred. But it goes by Ospert at the time. Fair enough. He does have a name change. That's confusing for some people. So many Uhtreds, so little time. So many Uhtreds, but he's Ospert becomes Uhtred and he's not perfect, but you like him. You immediately, you really like him. You fall in love with him. Let's talk about, let's talk about that. What did you like about, because this is a kid we're talking about, by the way, in the beginning of this episode one, we meet Uhtred when he's, when he's a kid. So, I mean, part of the draw that I had to him right from the beginning is like, I mean, you've got this little kid and he's. He's kind of a turd. And I mean, you are well aware. I mean, and we'll talk about this more at some point. doesn't have to be today. But I have an affinity for using the word turd. I feel like there may be some Dane. Yes. There may be some Dane in my heritage. Because well before this ever happened, I was, I was flinging turds all over the place. Okay, let's clarify the the statement. Correct. Figuratively, <laughs> not literally. But he's got these interactions with people. I mean, you just see that there is there is a character there. That's kind of what drew me in right from the beginning. To your point, the devil's turds is often used by well, we don't hang on to Uhtred the Elder very long, but spoiler alert, Dave Matthews plays that character. He does and not. How many times? Yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. He does I don't not. care what you say. That is Dave Matthews. Like somebody right now, you go look up a picture of him singing. What does he sing? Ants marching. Ants marching. There you go. That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the worst part <laughs> that that happened at the exact same time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's singing it. I'm telling you, it's Dave Matthews. 
But you said that to me the first time when you watched that and you said, why is Dave Matthews doing this? And it literally took me two hours to figure out what you were talking about. Because of course, I'm seasons ahead. But really, he's the first one to drop the devil's charts. And it's a little shocking, but also hilarious. But I could immediately see, I'm like, oh, this is why Jason likes this show. <laughs> because that's his term. We're going to have to research if that's a real term. I don't Anyone believe it. Anyone that uses the word turd excessively is A plus in my book. I mean a historical term. I realize it's present day inappropriate use of the English language. I don't use it for anything other than a term of endearment. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. So we meet some pretty critical characters. Uhtred. We love him right away. We meet Brita, who I will defend for a long time. I will not. I might not. <laughs> I, might, I might not defend her when we get to season four, but I will defend her for right now. And I love Brita, and I will not stand for you talking poorly about her. I won't say anything about her then. Okay. Because she is not my favorite. <laughs> who else? We've got Earl Ragnar, who. I'm a huge fan of. I like huge Earl fan Ragnar. of Earl Ragnar. I mean, first of all, you've got this guy who comes in and is just chopping heads off, dropping them at doorsteps. Like that's See, I didn't my, like him then. That's my kind of dude. Like, hey, listen, this is what I want. Boom, here's a head. This is why you're the worst. <laughs> that is not why Earl Ragnar is a likable character because of his head chopping abilities. Well, I mean, when you see hatred, we'll get to that part, but like right from the beginning, this is a dude that knows what he wants. He's like, Hey, this is what I want. You want to make fun of me? You little turd on the hill. I want to stop this boat and chop your head off. (laughs) How about that? It's intimidating. I know that is one way to get somebody's attention. That's what I'm saying. All right. So we like Earl Ragnar. I like him because I can say his name. He's Earl. We're just going to call him Earl. Hey, you do what you need to. We like the grandfather whose name. Robin. I think it's Raven. I'm just going to go ahead. I think it's Raven. Mm. There we go. (laughs) You mark it, but we're going to go back and look later and see who's right. That's fine. All right. So the grandfather with all the face tattoos. Love him. I mean, he's crazy, but love him. Yep. You've got Abba. You've got Abba sitting there. He's Abba. Oh, oh, wow. It's Abba. It's and Abba. I will fight once, you to the death on that one. It once is, again, it I'm is gonna Abba. You, I'm going to need you to go ahead and turn your closed captions on. We'll talk about okay. this off no, after listen, the podcast. Actually, side note, I did try to turn on the close. You recommended the closed captions. I tried. I had two choices. I had, now I don't remember what they were. One was traditional one was Chinese. Traditional, yes. One was traditional Chinese and one was simple Chinese. And I was blown away. It took me 30 minutes just to get beyond that because I did not know there were two separate forms of Chinese. Yep. There are. Okay. Well, anyways, I tried. That wasn't working for me. I'm going to keep working at that. But moving on to other characters, Tira. Yep. She's going to become more important later on. She's a weirdo. I mean, I I love her. She's a little out there, but she's going to be an important but character. But she deserves to be. Yep, she's had a lot. She's had a lot. And then 
Oh. Your boy. Drum roll, please. Can't forget about your boy. <sighs> Bianca. That's right. I don't know if I've ever, like, I know that you have a tremendous amount of love for Uhtred, but I'm not quite sure which one you love more, Uhtred or Bianca. It's Bianca, by the way. Mm-hmm. There's no N. Once Bianca. again. Bianca. No. Bianca. Incorrect. What did no. you just say? Bianca. Oh, There's an o. oh, oh. Bianca. Oh, you and your O's. That's wrong. False. We're up to four. False. Vegas, don't fail me now. There's going to be a reckoning when this is all done because we're going to go back and listen to this and I'm going to prove you wrong. And then we're going to talk about this in our next podcast. Okay. But you are correct. I struggle with knowing who I love more. It's a tough one. And then you get to season two. Jumping right ahead. Goodness gracious, we're only on episode one. I'm so proud of you. We're going to go that far. I'm just going to say it, even though it's completely irrelevant to episode one, but I'm going to say it. Finnan. I'm just right there. I said it. Finnan. Yeah. We'll get to that dude. Finnan. That dude. He's my Bioka. How about that? For for if as you much call as him you. Bioka, one more time. Bioka. Bioka. Binaka. I don't have a pen to click. Mm, there isn't I one. I need a pen to click. Bianca. Bianca. Some pretty strong and excellent characters that we have. And we meet a lot of them in this first episode. Ever so quickly, maybe talk about just kind of how this whole thing comes full, how Uhtred's life is presented in this first episode and how it all comes full circle. Right. So, I mean, that was kind of what jumped out to me right from watching the first episode is just how much everything mirrored when he was first in the episode as a Saxon how it ended up when he was a Dane. He first loses his Saxon family, like right off the bat. They're going off to fight Earl Ragnar, who has just chopped off the head of the original Uhtred, son of Uhtred. And then by the end of it... I'm going to tell you something. Can I hit pause for a moment? Thomas is daggone lucky. Thomas is my son. That he was born before I saw this series. I mean, seriously, we'd have a... Kevin, son of Kevin. Yeah. I'm serious. That's strong. Those people did not play around with that. And they just kept doing it. Well, and that's the thing is like, if you've got a name you like, stick with it. I mean, to be fair, I pretty much have done that in my own family. My daughter, Allison, son of Alice, who is my grandmother. She's like that's, that's who she was named after. To be fair, she's son of Elizabeth, your wife. Once again... I feel like that made me a Dane way before <laughs> I even knew about the show. Like that's the second thing now. We're talking about turds and we're talking about naming our kids after people by naming them son. I went so far and as actually, to name my actually, daughter. Yeah, and you crushed it with both sides. You have Alice and Joanne. You've got both grandmothers. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Incorrect. <laughs> but to get back... We talked about him finishing up. He started out losing his family as a Saxon. He's adopted by Earl Ragnar after Aelfrich tries to buy him back only because he wants to kill him because he wants Bebin Burr all to himself. That's going to be a really hard one for me. Like You're going to hear me hard. say that. It's really hard. Uhtred of Bebin Burr. 
my wife Liz does a really good job saying it, and I that's the only thing I can hear when I see the word or think about it. Like, just she she says it. We really, need to we need to have guests. Oh, I've got all kinds of guests lined up, and at some point, I'm going to make these phone calls, and <laughs> we're going to. And make invite this people. Happen. Absolutely. Not the people that you think that they're going to be, but I mean like important people. <laughs> Not our family. <laughs> Not those peons we're related to. Exactly. Actually, I think that's a great idea. And what about sponsors? Ooh, that's a good call. There's so many things we should have thought through more um, exactly. before we started talking I just on this assumed podcast. That, I was like, I just assumed Kevin was our sponsor. That was pretty much what I had assumed from the beginning. Like we didn't really need sponsors because we had Kevin. That was <laughs> the professional what I was. golf. It it is his golfing. It's winning. It's gonna for pay. Us. It's gonna pay the bills. Absolutely. <laughs> the worst part is is that that's going to run out at some point. <laughs> the we've golf gotta, money. It really yes, is. We're gonna have to come up with something else. else. Okay, so let's. Wow, we're off track. But this is important. Sponsors, who should be, if you could pick, you could pick any, let's do sponsors. Or what are they called? Are they called sponsors? No, they are. They are. I'm always looking for a sponsor. You know how like on the podcast when you're, I mean, I've listened to like three podcasts in my entire life. And I mean like actual episodes, not like I subscribe (laughs) to three podcasts. But you know how they say things like, this podcast is brought to you by... Who would the, if we could pick anybody, who oh, wow. would we want to sponsor? On the spot. Podcast? Gosh. Uh, if Pepperidge Farms. What? For, right? Aren't they the ones that make no. goldfish? They make goldfish. Like, think about it. You've got flavor blasted. You've got pizza flavored. Oh my you've gosh, got you're so dumb. Rainbow. I my my son smart. Asher would love the rainbow to be sponsored by rainbow goldfish made by Pepperidge Farm. Wait, are you talking about money or are you talking about- I don't about know. Do they give money? Do they like do sponsors, would they give us money? Oh, I don't know. Let's find out. Who would you pick? So I have somebody in mind, but it's, well, let me just say it would be Spanx. Pretty much I'm hoping that Spanx will sponsor my life. What are life. you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it, Jason. That, this is no. This, I don't want to think about this that. Steak. <laughs> That's uncomfortable it's, for me. Come on, this, literally and this figuratively. Stay at home. This stay at home. Time has been difficult. There have been extra pounds added on, and I could use a little Spanx sponsorship <laughs> in my world. I, so yeah, I mean, if if we're starting a podcast. During a worldwide pandemic where we are home all the time, I'm I'm going for Spanx. Well, I mean, if you think about it, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've watched, what are those things, those shows? There's like, this is the- Infomercials? No. <laughs> no, the masterclass. I've watched her masterclass, whoever she, I can't remember her name, but she runs the company. I like her. Spanx. I'm going with Spanx. I have, I have no idea what you're talking about. But once again, I feel like that whether or not this podcast ends up with a sponsor, I think it's kind of frightening that both of our sponsors, both directly related to food. Mine was to eat it. Yours was to hide it. <laughs> sure. Like that's, 
That's not. And it actually kind of sums up our entire relationship right there. Absolutely. Or at least how we relate to each other. Actually, if I really had to sum up our relationship, I would say it's more like, you know, that movie Step Brothers. Yeah. It's absolutely. so inappropriate. It's not. I don't. I'm not. I'm not speaking on behalf of that movie. But really, I mean, if you think about it, Will Ferrell and what's the other guy's name? John C. Riley. There it is. Yep. Wow. You like pulled that one out so fast. When you say that kind of sums up our relationship. I mean, if so that can you, be seen in I, both. I'll the, say if by that you mean that our two sons are going to end up being the stepbrothers, <laughs> then yes. Like as, as your family and my family watches them as they live together That's in bunk true. beds. Absolutely. Shout they out to Thomas totally, and Asher. You're totally, totally going to end up that way. All right. Well, I'm going to be clear that up. Okay. So we have sponsors moving on. Well, back I mean, to the show. It, I was going to say, back to the show, like kind of circling back and circling through all the things that we've talked about. He's adopted by Earl Ragnar and you get this really cool scene that kind of, like you said, you see Uhtred in both sides. You saw him when he was named the heir of Bebenbur and he's instantly, as soon as his older brother dies, he's rebaptized. And once he is adopted by the Danes, as they're riding back, Earl Ragnar drops him in the water. The symbolism right. of being baptized as a Dane. Like, I thought that was really cool to kind of see it all was. of that stuff come full circle, basically. It was excellent storytelling for sure. They pulled that full circle and it completely sets up what we see in Uhtred and what we're going to see in this entire series is his struggle between his struggle of identity between Saxon or Dane. So they do a great job. The producers definitely do a great job of telling that. I say producers like I know they're the ones that like made this up. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's based on, I mean, it's historical fiction. It's based on a book. So I don't know who really wrote that scene, but whoever did, that was brilliant because they did a great job of setting up his character. I mean, I just, we get to that point and then, as I said, we see him lose his family twice. And now he's just, you get to the end of the episode and you're kind of wondering what path is he going to take? Like, how is he going to go from here? It's not as if he's got a third family floating around. Maybe it's Brita because Brita's there with him and she's kind of been the one that's been with him through all of this. Maybe he's going to, she's going to be the one that's by his side. Sweet Brita, kind, gentle, sweet Brita. <laughs> That's probably might be the one time that I will talk about her, but it's interesting to see that as soon as he loses everything, he reverts right back to his Dane family and he re reverts right back to going to hit back to his Saxon roots. He chops off the head of Scallion who came there, Aelfrich's buddy who he Did knew Did you just was make that up? Nope. Absolutely I mean, I don't mean the, the actual situation, but the name. Nope. I do not remember that name. Scallion as in like the onion? Yep. Same exact thing. I don't believe you. Continue. You've got his instant reaction of just, you know what? I'm going to do exactly what I saw my father do. And when he thinks of that, he goes to Earl Ragnar, not his father that rushed into battle or told him to stay. He just goes with his instincts. This is what he wants. 
he's going after it, which is kind of the Viking way. You kind of, as you were talking before about him going back and forth between Saxon and Dane, like who he really is. Like in this moment, he's more Viking and Dane than anything else because he's going on impulse. Okay. A lot of what you said is, I agree with, but um, I don't know that it's so much he's going after what he wants. I think he is forever. And from the beginning, he's so loyal. He's committed to when people have committed themselves to him, he commits himself to them. You're absolutely right. Like that's going to be a big theme that we talk about going forward is Utrecht. Why do you like him so much? I, I mean, he's a loyal person. Like I, I relate to that a lot. And also he's absolutely loyal, but think about what he rises up above. I mean, he's, he's one of those characters that has had, I mean, if we're being honest, it's like the worst of the worst from beginning to end. He's had as historically, so many people have had difficult lives and experiences then, right? I mean, he's had like all of it happen. And yet, he doesn't play the victim. Like he keeps rising up. You keep seeing why he's so likable, why you want to get behind him. And he's your guy from the very beginning. He's, he's sure. definitely somebody. And as you'll see later on, those qualities are definitely qualities that people are going to want to follow. That's definitely going to be an underlying theme of how much of a leader he actually is because of the things that you just said. But he doesn't want to necessarily be... He doesn't want to be a king. He doesn't want to necessarily be the leader. And that also makes him even more qualified for the role. He doesn't want that, but he does He does continue to fight for people that he cares about. He's loyal to his people. He's our boy from the beginning. So yeah, Uhtred, he he reminds us, despite everything, all of his hardship, he reminds us what true heroes do in the face of total and complete devastation like he has experienced and in the face of fear how many of us cower back away from that but he doesn't do that from the very beginning he doesn't do that he faces it and he refuses to be a victim to his circumstances and he keeps fighting and it's so easy to get behind him he's he's experienced losing his saxon family he's taken basically as a hostage, really. I mean, he's, you could say he's, he's kidnapped, but really their intent is likely to try to sell him back to the Saxons. So he's, in some ways, he's a hostage. He's bought back by the Danes. He's welcomed as a Dane. So now he's Viking. He loses everything there, and yet he keeps fighting, and he's going to go back and avenge these people that he's cared about and lost. It's it's really inspiring, right? It, I mean, it is because, I mean, when you lose someone that's close to you like that, you're exactly right. Like people are going to handle it in a multitude of ways, but his response every time when his father was killed in the battlefield, he goes after the people that did that. I mean, he went straight after them. And then the same thing when his Dane family was killed, he goes straight after the people that did it. I mean, you're right. I mean, that is, 
that's not somebody that is shying away from anything. Like he is, it definitely is more heroic than it is anything else, which when you're watching a show, you want to have a hero. You want to have somebody that you can root for. And after the the end of this episode, I think we found the person that we're going to be rooting for, for most of the episodes going forward. Absolutely. And at the end of, and we're not even at the end, in the middle of these really uncertain times and with so much to be afraid of, how fun is it to jump into the show where you you can immediately walk alongside and identify with this guy that is just forever the underdog and uh, maybe not forever the underdog, but at least he begins that way and he has so much to overcome and he just keeps moving forward. And I think too, like we all want to be the hero at some point, whether you want to be the hero of your family, you want to be the hero at work or just be a hero to yourself. People identify with that because we all see ourselves as heroes in our own little world. We want to rise up above of our circumstances. We want to be loyal. We want to defend those things that are right. And people that can't defend themselves, like no matter what that is, if that's in family or business or or like you, Jason, you've coached every sport under the sun, right? You like, I mean, we can all identify with that in one way or another. I mean, you're exactly right. Like the people that can't do it for themselves, you want to be the one that does it for them. And if you identify with that through Uhtred, then I think that's what makes the show even better. It's fun. That's what's been fun for us. Well, I mean, I think that's a great way to finish out the episode. I like it. Before we head out, I've got an idea. How about we just finish talking about heroes and things like that? How about we go through each of these episodes and just give your instant feedback? Let's go with a hero and a villain. I'm going to sit here, keep track with my clicker. This is not for you. I'm going to need more explanation. So for each episode, how about you come up with who you felt is the biggest hero for the episode and who you think might be the biggest villain? Because As you said before, I'm a coach. I've got to have someone to root for and I've got to have someone to root against. You've got your team and you've got the team that you don't like. Okay. I've got mine. I've got mine because I kind of was thinking about this as you were talking about it as far as this episode. Okay. Well, wait. So you're talking about just episode one. Absolutely. Hero and villain. Yeah. We're not going to look at anything other than just this episode. Okay. That's a little tough because we didn't talk about all the characters. We didn't. But I guess we can still... Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. I've got this here. I've got our hero and villain tallies. Episode one, Amy. Along with my pronunciation. Mm, You're doing pretty well right (laughs) now. Hold on. Along with my (laughs) pronunciation fails. That was better. That was much better. Okay. I'm not even going to give you a click right now. (laughs) Are you going first or am I going first? I'll give you a chance to think about it. And I'll go ahead... I think that my biggest villain for this episode is going to be, we didn't really talk about him a lot, but you just kind of get this sense and this feeling is Abba. Abba? Oh my gosh. I'm really trying to win this bet. But like, there's just something 
sleazy, underhanded. There isn't like true heroic qualities. He's got this guy who's basically reading the tea leaves, telling him whether or not he should fight. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. I mean, I forgot about his pagan, what's his name? Story. Story. Like that's just, that doesn't show heroic. Like if you're looking for the opposite of what a hero is, someone that can't make decisions for themselves, that's going to be my villain. My hero is going to be Earl Ragnar. And I know that kind of may throw some people off because as I said, he chops heads off right at the beginning, but just for somebody to take someone that isn't their own, raise them as their own, and then recognize when young Uhtred was in trouble and goes above and beyond to save him from basically certain death from his uncle. Like that to me, like I really relate to that, especially as a teacher, because you see you see teachers that go above and beyond for certain students that maybe can't defend themselves or don't know how to take care of themselves or protect themselves. So that really struck a chord with me. So I think my hero for, of the week is going to be Earl Ragnar. How about you? All right. Earl is your hero. How do you say his name? Abba. 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 That works. Abba is the villain. Okay. I'm not going to be able to get away from Utrid. You, uh, you, oh, pause. Hold on, nope. Hold don't on. count it. Mm. That would be six. Oh, we're right at the number. Vegas is good. We're at six. No. Six and a half. Here we go. Nope. You can do nope. it. You Utrid. Do it. Utrid is going to be my hero. And it might seem as though that would kind of be your answer for every, like, as I'm looking ahead, I'm thinking, well, is that going to be my answer every time? I mean, yes, but no. But in this first episode, I think he's got to be the hero because really, if you're going by your definition of that, Earl Ragnason has a lot of means. Like he's got a lot of people behind him. He steps in and does the right thing. And he is, his whole redemption of Uhtred is awesome, but Uhtred doesn't have his means and he's, and he still continues to be a fighter. So I'm going with Uhtred for this one as my hero and villain. Man, this is hard. There's a lot. There's definitely some you can choose from. Now that we've been talking about you, like you reminded me of that character. I totally forgot about him. Couldn't stand him, but he's not a villain. Or he's a villain, but not maybe the main one for this show. I'm going to go with the uncle, and we didn't talk much about him. I don't even know his name. That doesn't count. That yeah, does that, not count. Thank you, Vegas. No. Now, <laughs> no. That's Vegas not is name. paying. We're eating Sizzler tonight. Oh, my gosh. What's his name? Aylfrich. That's the, Are you sure? Yep. Positive. All right. He's going to be my villain because he does not defend Uhtred. In fact, he does the opposite, and he seeks to kill him. He's after himself and nothing else. He wants to be king. He's going to kill his nephew in order to do it. And then when it comes full circle there at the end, actually, you know how I know I'm right and you're wrong? Uhtred identifies him as the villain there at the end when he brings back the head and he shows him and he says, Bebenba is mine. Is that how you say it? Bebenba. I, I will take it. Is mine. I'm going to screw that. Or That'll be the one thing that I constantly screw up. Or whatever he says. What does he say at the end? Is that what he says? 
It's mine. Yep. I think I crushed that one. I nailed it. I was right and you were wrong. That Uhtred, was pretty good. Uhtred is the hero of season one, episode one, and the uncle is the villain. That's my story. Yep. And I had Earl Ragnar as the hero and Ubba as the villain. All right. Keep tally. I will. Got it written down right here, right next to the tally marks. We are at seven, which puts me at the over on 6.5, which is what I said at the beginning. <laughs> that may be up for debate with number two, Super but annoying. <laughs> all I know is, is that this is easy money. That could totally be up for debate if I'm right in how you pronounce Abba's name. We will go back and listen to this afterwards. All right, well, let's go ahead and end this debate here. Join us next time as we discuss where Uhtred's fate is going to lead him now. Now that he basically looks as if he's orphaned by both the Danes and the Saxons. So That's right. come back and join us next time for episode two. Yeah, and never forget, what is it, Jason? Destiny is all? Destiny is all. <laughs>